up your frozen dinners, grab your TV tray, and settle in for another episode of The Plus Platoon, your podcast for all things Disney Plus, brought to you by Disney Plus fans. Watch along with us every week as we cover all the new, the old, the good, and the bad on Disney Plus. So put down that remote, don't touch that dial, and welcome your fabulous Plus Platoon host. everyone, welcome to the Plus Platoon. We are a Disney Plus fan podcast that gives honest, spoiler-filled reviews of movies and shows on Disney Plus. We'll look at new releases, coming attractions, and we'll even go back into the vault to revisit some of the classic Disney that's on the platform. Make sure you're subscribed and you will never miss a moment. I'm going to bring in this week my girl Kate. Kate, how are you doing this evening? Besides still being on mute, Kate, how are you doing this evening? I am muted. Sorry. Uh, I'm good. I'm ready to talk about all things uh, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Next, we have Peter. Pete, glad to have you with us. Hello. Welcome. Uh, happy to be here in my Beast from the East yes. t-shirt. Buffalo yeah, Bills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we've got a full platoon tonight. We've got Steve with us. Steve. Hey, everyone. Guys, if you have not already, please like, subscribe, share. We are everywhere at Plus Platoon, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Although I guess on some of the, a certain platform, you can't mention other platforms. But luckily, we don't, <laughs> we don't do it as much on that platform, <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> so... Um, guys, no Disney Plus news this week, so we are just going to jump right into our vault show, which is the 1991 original animated Beauty and the Beast. It is the 31st anniversary of that show, even though Disney would like you to believe it's the 30th anniversary of the show. <laughs> I've noticed that. 2022 minus 1991 is 31, even though they came out with the 30th anniversary's live special, which substituted in live singers and some live actors and scenes we will not be reviewing that we will not be reviewing the emma watson live version we will be viewing the original and i would argue best version of beauty and the beast the original 1991 Agreed, animated 100%. Version. if there's anyone that does not already know this story crawl out from under whatever rock you are in under and it's yeah everyone knows the story Everyone should know the story by now. If you if you are a Disney fan at all, you have probably seen Beauty and the Beast at least once. So, and if you haven't, go watch it first because no matter what I would say, I cannot do justice to telling you the story of Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. So, we're just going to dive right in though, and Pete, I'm going to start with you. Is this is it beautiful or is it beastly? Oh, come on. It's beautiful. This is certainly beautiful. Although I am going to say that this may not be the best version of Breedy and the Beast because the Jean Cocteau 1928 black and white silent French version is a fantastic movie. <laughs> so it's close. But <laughs> this is a absolute wonderful movie. The uh, Alan Menken um, Howard, Ashman. Was Howard Ashman songs. I knew it was going to blank on that. Uh, songs are magnificent. It was written as like a lot of Disney musicals are really animated movies with songs in them. Um, this is truly a musical. There's a lot of musical numbers in it throughout. Um, it hits right from the opening scene with um, uh, the, the 
Bell. The name of the song is Bell, right? But little town, it's a quiet village. And and I'm not going to sing other than that, but like right from the first moment of the movie, it is great. Right to the last moment of this movie, it is great. It's a perfect story for animation. Um, and in fact, the okay. live action version okay. is mostly can animated. What, can you clarify what you mean by that? as a perfect story for animation. Well, what I mean by that is that it's a story in which there is inherently a magical environment with a man that's been turned into a beast and a castle that is full of, um, okay. So it lends materials come to light. To so it, okay. it, it, it is a perfect story to be animated. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's what, that's that what track. I'm saying. I'll is, agree with is that. that it is it is the the story is inherently not really meant for a a live action story necessarily without being that fantastical or heavy cgi like the live action version was um and i will admit the live action version is one of the least less offensive live action <laughs> I'll agree with that. um i'm i'm not going i'm not going to pretend to say it's better than this it is not but um uh, I said, I think, I think it's a, it's a great story, great songs, great performances, great characters, very entertaining, very tight. There's n- very, very little like slowness at any point in this story. I just, it's, it's a great movie and it's, it, it's a reason it was nominated for best picture. So anything to add, Steve? Um, I'm going to say saying beautiful. And adding on to you, it was the first animated movie to be nominated for Best Picture. If I remember correctly, the only one that's been nominated so far. No, um, um, I think there was one, one has since. since. What did it, I know? What did it get beat by? Uh, like what one? Lambs. Oh my god! Oh yeah, um, but <laughs> I I remember seeing it in the theater when it came out, and that computer computer animated scene with the ballroom like just jaw dropping because it really hadn't seen anything like that before. Um, great stories, great music, great story, great music. Um, like, like Pete was saying, it's definitely an animated musical from the very beginning. Um, just great numbers throughout. Um, really enjoyed it. It's probably in my top five. I don't know necessarily where I put it of Disney films, but I put it in definitely in my top five. Yeah. And we'll, and we'll get to where it does rank among the Disney animated films. Yes. Uh, Steve up, has been nominated for Best Picture and Toy Story 3 was nominated for Best Picture. Oh, thank you. So, um, I would say it's mostly beautiful. Um, I would argue with Pete, there are a couple sections that the, the, I understand the scene with the um, insane asylum guy. I understand why it has to be there. Terrifying. Yeah, oh, that guy is probably one of the scariest looking guys in any animated feature. Um, but that section right in there gets a little long, I would say. There's also from Bell to yes, there's the reprise of the reprise of Bell, the I Want Adventure in the Great White somewhere. Um, which if you don't want Pete to sing, you really don't want me to sing. Um, that never stops me. Or me. <laughs> um, that is, it's kind of a, I call it like a mini part of your world. That little, that little reprise 
verse that she throws in there, but it's there's a stretch in there from there to be our guest could have used another song. And I have not seen the Broadway version enough to know if there is a song in there, but from where she goes to get her, her dad to, I guess Gaston's in there, but again, Gaston, nothing happens in the castle between forgetting her dad and be our guest, really. Other than she can go ahead and starve. But, um, <laughs> which is every parent's, I don't want to come eat. Fine. Don't come eat. But um, I would say for the 98% of it, I would say is beautiful. Kate? So this movie um, was my favorite as a kid. I would watch this movie I mean, I, I wore out the VHS. I would watch this movie over and over and over. Um, and this movie was for my generation. This came out in what year? 91. 91. Yeah, I was four or five when this movie came out. And um, I mean, Belle, growing up, Belle was the most beautiful girl, in my opinion. I thought she was just so beautiful and her voice was perfect. and. Um, I loved the way that she loved her family. And uh, I think that's why Belle has always been my favorite princess is because she did what she had to do to protect her family. Um, And I, as someone who came from a very broken household, um, just watching that father daughter love something that I did not have. um, I think I lived vicariously through Belle. I loved Maurice. Um, So Crazy old Maurice. I know. I say all of that to say, I feel like my view of this movie might be a tiny bit skewed because of how much I leaned on this movie as a child. Um, I Stockholm syndrome isn't the best, but (laughs) um, but um, there's. It's so good. It has a great villain. It has a great villain sidekick. It has great songs. It has a, I mean, the beast goes through a whole character development. Belle goes through a whole character development. It's just, in my opinion, so well done. As as this particular movie, I don't care for the live action. I actually, and and earlier we have done an episode where we talked a lot about musical theater. I don't particularly enjoy this on stage. Um, Mm -hmm. I will not pay to go see this movie. I I will only go see it if I have friends that are in it that I really like. Um, In my opinion, this movie is the best that it will be. Um, I have met Paige O'Hara who did the voice of Belle. um, And I cried when I met her and I said, your voice helped me get through really hard times. And now I'm a motivational speaker and my voice helps kids get through really hard times. So thank you for helping me be brave in my own voice. Um, I love this movie. I, I, yeah, I love this movie. I think it's wonderful. Now, Kate, would her being the most beautiful uh, princess have also the only thing to do with her being the only brunette princess? No, I think I would have loved her no matter what color her hair was. Granted, I did see myself in Belle um, a lot. I saw myself in Belle, but 
It was the fact that she loved books. She made reading cool. And and people would she people called her odd. People made fun of me all the time. Like it's just this movie never and every place that I've been in my life, this movie holds up. And I always identify with a different character. Nowadays, I well, we'll get there. Well, anyway. let's go ahead and get there, Kate. <laughs> Which supporting character are you most like? Um so <laughs> I had a lot of fun with this. Um, it depends on the day. I feel like I pretty solidly bounce between the furry footstool, who just <laughs> wants to be friends with everyone, <laughs> and Chip, who always gets told, like, I'll tell you when you're older. And because we still tell Kate that. We still right. tell Kate that. Yeah, and we'll then, tell you when you're and, older. And Cogsworth, who is like a rule follower, and like somehow Cogsworth is the one who has to go, who like drew the short straw, who has to go tell the beast the bell's not coming. Like people are like, it's okay, Kate'll do it. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, that's those are the three that I I definitely bounce between um is the footstool and ship and cogsworth. So Pete, what about you? Uh, I'd like to think that I'm Lumiere, but I know really that I'm crazy old Maurice. Uh, I'm an I'm an engineer. I'm uh, a bit of a I can be a bit of a goofball, and uh, so I think if if I was going to be a character in this movie, uh, and I have a young daughter who likes to she doesn't like to read, but she likes to draw. So um, yeah, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm like Maurice. So, uh, unfortunately, I'm not nearly as smooth as Lumiere. So, what about you, Steve? Right, Kate, I know why I like you, because my answer would be, <laughs> I mean, Cogsworth, I am such a rule follower. Um, I'd say agree with you. I go through Cogsworth and Chip, because I'm very outgoing when I meet people. I'm very friendly, want to be like their best friend. Um, but definitely more Cogsworth. No, fudgety. Things have to be certain ways. Derek, what would you say? Um, well, if I can't do the beast, and <laughs> and I no, he's not a supporting character. Oh, okay. And I can't do Gaston, even though most of me is covered with hair. <laughs> um, I think for me, it would be the sarcastic wit of Cogsworth. The, the my favorite line probably from just about any Disney movie is you know what do I get her oh you know the usual flowers chocolates promises you don't intend to keep <laughs> so um, see and it's one liners like that that make that, this movie brilliant which, which was actually improvised by David Ogden Sires yeah so really yes oh, it I was. didn't know that yeah um but to me I mean look at me trying you know someone has to control the household staff. <laughs> but um just if it's not rope, don't fix it i mean yeah and just the jokes like that are the puns everything like that for me totally gotta be cogsworth so but there are so many great supporting characters in this okay yes. now here's the tr here's a tricky one and i think i'm gonna start with steve can i add one thing really quick derek sure. I do, as I get older, though, want to become a Mrs. Potts. I want people to be welcomed around me. A grandmother with a four-year-old? 
<laughs> yeah, that's what I want. That's exactly what I meant by that statement. And 12 uh, children. No, I want people like I, I want to roll out the red carpet for people. I want them to have a seat at my table. I want to. Yeah, I just want to be Miss Spots. That's fair. That's fair. And I think really for the for those of us, the best of us is parts from all the characters. Yes. So, oh, hey, Steve, what's the best song in the movie? This is tough because three were actually nominated for best song, which was Belle, um, Beauty and the Beast, which one, and then um, Be Our Guest. Um, and then for me, though, my top three would be Gaston. Just love the like the quick lyrics on that. Um, then Bell, the opening number. But my favorite favorite song, this one I pick, is um, "Be Our Guest" because when I hear the title of this movie, that's what comes to my mind. Very catchy. Um, gives a big production number to me. Like vision in my mind it was a musical. It would be sort of the, like the closing thing for Act One, possibly. But I would have to go with "Be Our Guest." Um, for me. I'll be honest, I watched this uh, earlier this afternoon. Had trouble making it all the way through it, to be perfectly honest. But that could also be because of how tired I am. And I mean, it says nothing. And the fact that I've watched this so many times, sometimes it's hard to sit through. If you've got other stuff in your mind, sometimes it's hard to sit through something you've watched. I feel that. Like, we literally went and saw it four times in the theater. And then this, my my mom used to run a daycare. This was on, if not a daily, at least a buy or try daily rotation at her daycare. Little Mermaid had what we had like four tiny, tiny little girls. Little Mermaid was the number one in rotation. But um, because there's parts of this that are a little scary. But to me And there aren't parts of the Little Mermaid that aren't scary? Well yeah, but you got this talking crab and everything. It's fine. No. I would say the beast is scarier than Ursula. Oh disagree. I would disagree. To a four-year-old, there's some scenes right. with the beast early on that are that would be pretty scary. Yes. I think. Yes. Yeah, I agree um, with that. Right. So, to me, best song—the song I could listen to over and over and over again—is actually Gaston. Um, the funny song of the story. It's yeah. not the show stop. It's not the under the sea that be our guest is. Um. It's the I just can't wait to be king of the show. It it it's the the funny, it's the villain's time to shine, which I love. It's the poor unfortunate show souls of the show. It's the be prepared of the show. It's it's the main villain song that all these classic Disney animated songs want. And I just the lyrics in Gaston, there's just so many of those little tiny things that um, you know, being roughly the size of a barge. I mean, whoever, you know, the fact that he thought of that rhyme to make sense, I think it's the most lyrically fantastic of the entire show. Kate? Yeah. Sorry, I want to make sure I was muted. <clears throat> so I have an answer that hasn't been said yet. Um, and I have two. My first one is the song Something There. The, there may be something there that wasn't there before um, because I feel like that's the turning point in the movie uh, I, that's when you really start to see a change in the beast 
Um, and a change in belt. And, and a change in belt. And um, I also always really loved the animation from this song because I love when the beast has the, <laughs> the, the, the birds. And none of the birds will come to him. And so, and he's like, Ugh, and then Belle does it again. And then he's got like birds everywhere. <laughs> I just, I always loved that. Um, I also resonated with that as someone who has been through a lot of change and has had to work through things like that always resonated with me. The other song that I actually really enjoy <laughs> is the mob song. Which is yeah. the um, through the mist, the through night, the wood, through the wood. Na, 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 kill the beast. Um, I just lyrically and the the melody of that is so good. Like it's so catchy. It has it's an earworm. It'll get stuck in your head. Um, and while I don't like what that song stands for, because he's he's essentially being a fear monger and and like mob mentality getting all these people to like kill the beast when they're like yeah let's do it and everybody's like who's the beast i don't know it's i just i think that song is so brilliantly written so that would be my two and i will say i will say i will say the something there if you've ever been a relation in a relationship where you didn't get along to start and then all of a sudden that relationship has that moment my wife and i were like that i know several people at college that were hated each other until they didn't. Yeah. Um, that is such a great, that's such a great song that could have been put in just about any, it could have been put in a lot of Disney movies. It, a lot of movies that don't have the prince that she falls in love with at first sight. There's some kind of change there. So Pete, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta complete the show and go with the big one. <laughs> I am not because you stole mine. Um, I think Gaston. So this this movie, I mean, Howard Ashman's lyrics that he writes are uh, it. Every time I watch this movie or even Little Mermaid or, or Aladdin, I get very sad that we lost him at such a young age because he was a genius and this movie is full of genius songs and you guys have all mentioned um all of them beauty and the beast the one song we didn't mention he did not write um but if you listen to the song structure of gaston the rhyme structure of gaston it is crazy the rhyme structure that he puts in that song and that it works and is as catchy as it is and there's so many clever lines in it i just it that's that song just um i'm especially good at expectorating i mean come yeah. on in fact that you have to know that that means spitting yeah <laughs> someone someone this dude wrote that line uh-huh. in a disney musical and it 100 works um i that that none of the songs are bad though let's uh, I'm, I'm gonna say that there's not there's not a stinker in the bunch. There's almost no other Disney musical that doesn't have at least one song that kind of doesn't work. I'll make an exception for princess and the frog, which they all work. But, um, I think, uh, I, I think that one's is, is by far my favorite. So Derek stole it from me. Well, it's what I do. So, okay. Now I was going to go is beauty and the beast a, of, in the top five 
animated Disney characters, but I thought that films, but I thought that would be too easy because I think top five for most people, it definitely hits. I'd agree with that. But is this a top three? Is this in the top three? And I'm not counting Pixar. Pixar does not count this. Traditionally animated Disney films. Is this a in the top three? Pete, I'm going to go start with you. Uh, Keeping in mind that in an earlier show, you put both Aladdin and Lion yes. King ahead of this. Right. I did. And I would stick with that. So, <laughs> that, so that would, that would presume that the top three animated Disney films came out within three years of each other, which is, which is hard to say. I am, I am probably going to say no to that. Um, it is a fantastic movie. And I think if you had said top five, I probably would have done it, but Boy, there's a couple of really good ones out there. Snow White is so is is just it's so technically brilliant for its time. Um, there's a few others I can think of. Sleeping Beauty. Not, I don't think I put Sleeping Beauty ahead of it, but um, gosh, I don't. I I I. Th- I think if you caught me on the right day, I would maybe say top three, but I'm I'm gonna probably put it four or five. So um for me probably not top 3. So Steve. Oh. It's so close. It's probably even number 3 or number 4. Like Pete it got me thinking like you said about Snow White. Does Snow White go in the top 3 or does it drop? I'm torn. It's it's 3 or 4. Cuz yeah. my top 2 my top 2 would be Lion King and Frozen. I I think just for what they did for animation is I'd put those there. Um, I'm going to say no. I'm going to put that number four and put Snow White slightly above it because Snow White had to come before we got to to this one. So, no. Okay. Um, I'm going to say no. I'm also going to, again, I think top five. Yes, it's there. Um, I also had Lion King ahead of this one. Um, I would put Peter Pan ahead of this one as far as a if you're just going to sit and watch a movie, yes, Peter Pan has some of the racially insensitive issues towards the Native Americans. I mean, what makes the Red Man when Red should not have been done. But that being said, there is so much else great about that sh- sh- show that I would put Peter Pan ahead of this. I would put, I would put the last 40, 35 to 40 minutes of Sleeping Beauty ahead of this. Um, basically from when they get back to the castle to the end with that, that fight with Maleficent is technically amazing. Um, with the different, uh, different, um, panels and panes of glass that they go through the different layers. Sleep, sleeping beauty is from a technical standpoint is incredible, but I'm not sure I would as a whole movie, but, um, I'm interrupting you so you can, you can put it first. Yes. Um, I would also put parts of Fantasia ahead of this. I would um, I do Sorcerer's Apprentice ahead of this. I would do honestly, I would do Dance of the, I would do Dance of the Hours ahead, the Dance of the Hours section ahead of this. Is that the mushrooms? No, the Dance of the Hours is the hippopotamuses. Oh. I would do most of the Nutcracker segment ahead of this. Wow. Oh, yeah, I would. This is probably it's probably sitting number five for me, but it is not top three. 
Kate? I just find it so interesting that your all's head was in such a different place than mine. Um, because in my opinion, how do you compare this to Hercules? Like, <laughs> I loved... How do you compare this yeah. to the Emperor's New Groove? That is I mean, so funny. Uh-huh. How, I mean, so... And and I, I know that we're keeping Pixar out of this because Pixar is a whole different thing. Correct. But, um, if this is if we include Pixar, I'm this might hurt to get in the top ten. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. The Toy Story beats all, and The Incredibles comes in right below. So this is hard for me because it's definitely in my top five for sure. But I wasn't even thinking about Snow White. Or plus, you got, plus, you also put Lion King ahead of this. Yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. And Lion King would have been up there. But like, and like, I'm not going to lie, Robin Hood is up there. Uh-huh. Robin Hood is such an underrated, oh, hilarious totally. film. It's funny. It is funny. Um, And I quote Robin Hood regularly. Most people don't ever catch what <laughs> I'm talking about. Um, like when I go, that mean Mr. Sheriff stole my birthday present. No one ever knows what I'm talking about, but it's like, <laughs> um, <laughs> so, it, it, and like, I loved Lilo and Stitch. I don't like Lilo and Stitch as much anymore because I have a little bit of beef with the phrase Ohana, because when you get laid off from Disney, you feel very forgotten and left behind, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> but it it would be in my top five. I don't think it would be in my top three. Yeah. Lion, I mean, in if we're just looking solely at Disney animated films, Lion King, how do you how how how? Like Lion King's obviously in the top three. So yeah, it would be in my top five, but not my top three. And that's why I went with top three, is because I wanted yeah. to make this a harder decision. I th- I think I think if you said if you said Disney musicals. It might it would then be top three, but I have a hard time. The, the ones that I can say, well, I don't even know them because I think the other ones no. I was saying are you also mean musicals. like stage musicals. So never, no. no, no, no. I'm talking about like that's that's real because like to me, there's Disney movies that have music in them, and right. then there's the Disney New musicals doesn't right. have music. R- right, the Emperor's have, yeah, Hercules is a musical. Gotcha. Yes, Hercules is a musical, but I see. I was thinking even like, even though Tangled has songs in it, it's got like four songs. Is it really a musical? I don't know. I agree, Pete. Like Snow White's not a musical, right? There's songs. songs There's songs in it, but it's not a musical. So um, Beauty and Beast is a musical. Beauty and Beast songs that that push the drama. So even Lion King, I guess it's a musical, but. I mean, they made a musical out of it. Lion King's definitely. Lion King's definitely a musical. Yeah, the the, the character motivation songs are right. So there, but Sleeping Beauty is not. No, Sleeping Beauty has one song. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Now, us saying we've all kind of we've all said this is a great movie. Going to be interesting to see. So, let's do our Pixie Dust ratings. Pixie Dust ratings out of five. Kate, we're starting with you. Five. Five. Oh, four and a half. Oh, that guy. <laughs> Sorry. I gave Lion King four and a half and Lion King's above this. So the highest it could score is four and a half. You gave Lion King a four and a half? I did. Yes. Wow. That's tough. Uh, Toy Story's five. 
Toy Story is five. So that's why I sort of compared it to. Wow. And just not so four and a half. <clears throat> I got to agree with Pete. It's four and a half again because I cannot rate Steve. it higher than Lion King. Yeah. I mean, Steve. Not I Steve. Cannot, he was yeah. with me. I cannot. Yeah. I, I have to agree with you. I can't. I rated Lion King four and a half because it's not perfect. It's not a five. And this is not as good as Lion King. Hey, Derek, what is do, And this may be a question for later, but what's our highest ranking watch of all time? Do we have uh, a highest ranking? Toy Story. I think Toy Story. Uh, it is Toy Story. Toy Story is straight fives. Yeah, that sounds right. That's Toy Story so straight good. fives. Classic. Um, um, it looks like. Lion King, Lion, King, Lion King is going to get exactly the same rating as this. Yeah. So I, 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 what I would say is that I cannot say that there's only one movie that I will give a five. Like Derek apparently believes only one animated movie can get a five. So no. I <laughs> well, you said I you said I gave Lion King a five, so I can't give this a five. No, I said I gave Lion King a four and a half. Yeah, so I can't oh. give this a five. That was you my reasoning. Yeah, I think I have to change my answer, not on the ranking, but because the more I'm thinking about it, I'm like, okay, what movies would I give a five to? I would give a five to Lion King. I'd give a five to Beauty and the Beast. I wouldn't give a five to The Little Mermaid. I wouldn't give a five to Sleep- Sleeping no. Beauty or Snow White. Mm-mm. I wouldn't give a five. So you know what? When push comes to shove, when it comes to rankings, maybe it actually is in my top three. I would have to like do a little bit more digging on that. But the only other sh- movies that I can think of that I would absolutely give a five to was are, are toys. Well, but we're not doing Pixar. Um, yeah. Lion King, uh, Beauty and the Beast, and Hercules. I can't think right offhand what else I would give a five to. So I might have to change my answer. Now that I'm thinking about it more. Okay. Well, that's fair. So, guys, thank you so much for being a part of us. Guys, if you have suggestions for us, please email us or want to tell us that we're wrong. Please email us at plusplatoon at gmail. No, no. Want to tell Derek he's wrong. Want to tell Derek <laughs> well, you have to, If you're telling me I'm wrong, you got to tell Steve he's wrong on this one, too. So you're wrong. <laughs> hey, can we give this movie some credit for being 25 years ahead of its time on toxic masculinity? Oh yeah, yeah yes. very much, very much so. I love that you said that. That's so funny. Um, and let's give a shout out too. Okay, technically, this is partially a little bit of a Pixar movie because the ballroom scene, computer stuff that Steve talked about, was done by a very young Pixar. So, so can I also bring up really quick that very few well, that- things, while Cinderella's Castle. So I've only ever been to Disneyland once, and I did not have a great experience. So I need to go again. Maybe Casey and I will go. Um, he just gave me the thumbs up. So we'll go someday. Um, when you walk in to be our guest at Walt Disney World and you walk into that ballroom scene, it, it is, is like you have stepped into the movie. And then if you divert to the left and you go into West Wing, like, come on now. Let's go. So good. And then they have the music box room, which just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we ran out of ideas room. <laughs> yes, that. Um, but you, yeah, and on that, okay, I love when you go through the waiting in line, the has the different suits of armor that talk to each other like they do in the movie. And it's just, yeah, this is a great adaptation. I would well, say, go ahead, go ahead. I would say, now I don't know about out of the United States because I didn't actually do any research. Is there a Beauty and the Beast ride anywhere? Not to my knowledge. No. I, I don't know. I've never been There's to any of the parts. Okay. The this would, the this would be a great dark ride. 
Isn't the castle in France? Bell's castle Mostly inspired. Yes, but then it has a but dragon in the basement. Yeah, oh. and it's actually actually the name of the castle is after Sleeping Beauty. Now that I think about it, but yeah. if you think about it, I mean, the Peter Pan ride is good. Like I enjoy the Peter Pan ride, but there isn't another ride. Little Mermaid. No, but hang on. That takes my breath away the way that walking into be our guest does. The Little Mermaid ride doesn't take my breath away like that. That's fair. You know what I mean? No, no. Taking the castle out of it. Because like walking through Cinderella's castle, walking through Aurora's castle, that doesn't count. But when you're looking, I mean, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is dope, but it doesn't affect me the way that walking into be our guest does seven dwarves mine train is two barnstormers with a 30 second dark ride in the middle agreed <laughs> so, Agreed. anyway we are diving a little bit off the topic but that's kind of what we do here so guys thank you so much for being a part of this appreciate it we will bag back to our regularly scheduled programs next week thank you for diving into the vault with us and we will see everyone then so bye guys bye, bye. bye. watching this week's episode of the plus platoon be sure to subscribe to the plus platoon podcast to keep getting great content each week then head over to apple podcast and leave those five star reviews as they help make the plus platoon visible to even more disney plus fans also go to youtube and like and subscribe to the plus platoon channel where you can watch all future episodes live If you have a question for the Plus Platoon, please send us an email to plusplatoon at gmail.com or connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Plus Platoon. The Plus Platoon is a Disney Plus fan podcast and is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or the Disney Plus streaming service. All opinions expressed on the show are solely those of the individual hosts and in no way reflect the views of the Walt Disney Company. Thanks for watching and be sure to stay tuned for next week's episode because the Plus Platoon is to be continued. Continued.